Right, this will be a weird one because this might be 15 minutes for all we know. Uh, welcome to episode 135 of the Mike Lights Podcast. I'm Jack, as always, joined by KC. Now that. So just how fucking frustrating was that? Deeply frustrating. <laughs> it, it, it's so frustrating to go into a game expecting to get absolutely battered and then in the, in the sense of attack, compete very well and somehow throw it all away. Yeah, I, I was... I mean, it was a very, very good performance. If we'd have, even if we'd have got beat three two, just in a different manner, I think I'd have come out of it in a good mood. But I was, yeah. like, I, I, I just can't believe how annoyed I was. Obviously, I wasn't as annoyed as some people who decided to tag Mateus Click in a load of bullshit. Uh, yeah, it's, I, you know, I, I fully understand how frustrated everyone was, but. There is absolutely no need for that. No, there, the... there is no, there is no need. You know, there, there is. You have the right to say how pissed off you were on Twitter. Just don't tag people. It's fine. Yeah. There is like... no one who will be more disappointed about that than Mateus Cliff was before you. You know, before anyone tagged him in anything. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Tagging someone makes you a dick. If you put on Twitter. Mateus Click, you absolute fucking moron. Why did you do that? Mm. If he searches his own name and sees that, that's on him. If you tag him in it so it goes to him, it's on you. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, try I'm trying not be awful at all, but I could understand if you... I mean, I called him an idiot because what he did was idiotic. But... Like, it doesn't take away that he's been a really important part of a very important team for us. And he doesn't deserve to get a load of abuse over it. By all means, say you, wish, say you fucked up, but you can't be a dick about it. Um, yeah. As it, We have to keep this very quick, so we're going to fly through this because uh, Casey's got to go get his car from the garage. Uh, so Chelsea 3 leads 2. Uh, we'll just go, basically, balance of play, they were probably marginally better than us. But not by much. Draw would have been about fair. Uh, Rafinha penalty. Was it a foul on Dan James? Uh, I thought so. Mm. I, th- I think he, he not makes the defender. There was... Obviously, we, we watched this together with your dad. Mm. And you were on it straight away that it was a penalty. And me and him didn't think it was. And, the, and sort of the first angle made it look certainly soft. It's not until I think you see the angle from behind where you see him clear, you know, cleanly not make him and then yeah. get him with the follow-through, essentially. Um, but yeah. Yeah, as a real time, I immediately jumped up and said penalty, but I might that might have been due to Leeds' eyes. It, But I do think it just about was. Um, Rafinha did his stutter step penalty again, which worked again. He got Mendy off balance, which meant he couldn't dive. But again, the penalty was nowhere near the corner. If he could do the stutter that gets him off balance and put it in the corner, I think I'd be more happy. <laughs> yeah, just just ease you know ease the tension a little bit. Just easing the tension, baby. Um, very equaliser. We've you know we we were pretty solidly in the game. They weren't causing us too much of a problem. And then it isn't that we played out from the back; it's that we did it badly. Like. He rolled, uh, Melier rolled it to Ailing. Ailing took a bad touch, so he had to go back to Melier. He then went out to Yorente. He's got a chance to clip it up the line, but he doesn't. He turns back, gives it back to Melier. And then that's when it needs to go along at that point. Because you've used your options, they've closed it down. 
and there isn't really anything on. So Melier tries like 25, 30 yard dinked ball into midfield into Dallas. Mm. And that pass, unless there is no one within 20 yards of him, that pass is never a good ball. Uh, and then Dallas takes a bad touch as well to compound it. Alonso takes the ball, cross, Mount volleys it in. Urente doesn't come across and cover. And we did get a reply. Someone said, yeah, but Urente has got to mark two. Everyone knows in that case, you mark the one on the near post. You don't just go in the middle of them because then you're marking neither. Yeah, it was, um, like you say, there were a number of different stages in there when we, when we should have dealt better with it. Whether it was either just, you know, Urente or Melier playing it upfield. I thought Dallas's decision to try and control it on the turn probably slowed things down for him instead of just playing back towards mm. Ailing and, and maybe dropping it back in there or just at least getting it under control and getting himself between um I don't even know who it was who won it back now on the left hand side. Yeah. Didn't uh, Alonso <clears> win it and run straight down and cross it? Yeah. So it's Alonso that comes in. At least that if he if he controls the way he's facing then at least he's got his body between the ball and um but yeah it just didn't really handle it well did we? No. And that close to half time made it extra frustrating. Um, then second half, again, we were doing okay. And Rafinha chucked himself into a stupid tackle. He did get some at ball and the ref gave a corner. Uh, so I suppose there's two questions. The first one is, what it, was it a pen? I think it's a soft one. But yeah, I, I think he does end up scissoring him, doesn't he? Mm. Um I think the more important question is once the ref gives a corner, is that a clear and obvious error to overrule it? I wouldn't have thought so, personally. Because I think it, if the idea is that the referee's made a clear and obvious error, I think looking at that, there is enough there where you could say, well, the referee has seen him win the ball because I do think he makes contact with the ball first. And wins it. I think it's just the way in which he goes into the tackle. But mm. I wouldn't have said there was enough there for for a penalty to or for it to be overturned anyway. Yeah, that's where I am on it. I do actually think it was a penalty, but the rules as written, once he hasn't given it, that shouldn't get overturned. And we've seen in several games this weekend much more obvious mistakes that weren't yeah. overturned, like several of them. Um, yeah, and at that at that point, to be honest, I thought the game was done. I really did. And then Rafinha goes off. Apparently, he's fine by the sounds of it. Luckily, it's because uh, Bielsa said that the num the players out are the same ones, so still no Strauch. Everyone's still out basically, but Rafinha's fit. Um, but then we scored what I think was our goal at season so far. Yeah, nice movement from, from kind of the centre of midfield, getting it. Into that left, uh, onto that left hand side, gets to click. He threads that perfect ball for yeah. Tyler Roberts to run onto. It wasn't just for through ball as well. Like the turn in midfield to beat a man and get the ball out left was also mm. quick. Yeah, like he he found Furpo Harrison back to click, and then in for Roberts. But that that's the thing that unfortunately got forgotten about Click's performance because the last thing you do is the thing you remember. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Tyler Roberts, excellent left-footed cross, again, right across the, the edge of the six-yard box, and Joffy just chucks himself at it and knocks it in, and Lynn goes wild. Yeah, play, play Joffy. 
we've been saying it forever. Uh, that video with uh, his mum was very heartwarming. It was when someone tried to be a dick to her and just said, oh, yeah, you've set that up because you were, you were filming, you knew it was coming. And she just said, yeah, we're watching a stream that was four minutes behind. We knew Leeds had scored. We didn't know who. Yeah. <laughs> we just knew Leeds had scored and there was always a chance. <laughs> but I was just like, as you imagine your first response to her being, oh, I think, shut up, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> But I'm just, I mean, I don't think he'll start. He probably won't start tomorrow, but like just play him. He's really good. Yeah. Fully, uh, then... yeah, fully, fully deserved for him as well. I think at this point. Yeah. He was, um, I mean, he's, he's basically the best player in the world now. Yeah, pretty much. Now he's, now he's got the goal to back it up. I would, I, I probably would start him and just say sod it, but I don't think it will. Because, Man City play four at back, so you'd think it'd be Roberts. Um, and then obviously the stupid penalty ball played into feet and click just he doesn't kick him very hard, but he does kick him. Absolutely chucks himself over. Blatant dive, but a blatant dive that is still a penalty. He he does make <laughs> contact, and, and as we you know. <laughs> You know the issue we had with Patrick Bamford last year when he when he said to the referee, "You're telling me I have to go down." Well, Click's giving him a reason to go down. Unfortunately, it's all you know. If Click just stands there, he's playing away from goal. He's not going anywhere. If he just stands up, that's all he has to do. But he gets yeah. he gets sucked into it. Yeah, obviously, I've heard a few people saying in the right, you know, is a big part of the system. They are trained constantly to be immediate pressure trying to win the ball. So I can understand how it happens, but you just think, just learn. Le Leeds have made a lot of simple mistakes to give away goals. Like there was a stat going, I think it was that Lewis Dayton that does all the YouTube stuff, put one up. And we we've been 1-0 up in about seven games this season and we've won like two or three of them. Yeah. Like this one was obviously going to be a very difficult one anyway, but there was a point where when we went ahead, we never looked like losing. And now... We never look like keeping the lead. Yeah, it's it, it's just it's the frustration of, of playing a team as good as Chelsea and knowing we've conceded three soft goals. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, we we both thought they'd get beat, but they did better than we expected, which is something and would give you confidence going into the next game if the next game wasn't Man City away. Yeah. Uh, this, as when I said brief, everyone, by the way, I meant brief. Like, this might go another five minutes tops. Uh, we have really pushed for time this week. So, tomorrow night, eight o'clock, Man City away. There is no point going into their squad because everyone knows how brilliant it is and that they've got two or three for each position who are all really good. Uh, you know, in possession, they'll they sort of end up two, three, five. The two centre backs, full backs go into midfield with Rodri. And the 4-1, just all attack. So you've, you've, you're going to end up with... We might sort of look like we've got a back six at times. Just a line. And you know in the way that we were letting Thiago Silva just have the ball and just backing off and backing off? I think that we've got to sort of do that at times against Man City. But when there is a chance to go, go. Because the only way that you're going to create chances against them is if we make it... Like, we created quite a few chances at Ellen Road last season, you know, when we just turned it into that basketball game that was like 5 not 5 Yeah. 
both teams playing five up front and five in midfield. If we can make the game be like that, they'll probably win because they've got better players. But if we can do that, both teams will get chances. And if both teams have chances, you never know. Yeah, it's, it's that thing of... I, I always hate seeing teams go to play Manchester City and, and you know the, the clubs at the top end of the league and just think, oh, we'll, we'll sit back and, and try and absorb the pressure and, and either hold out for a nil-nil or try and catch them on the break. Like, there's... For where we are now in the table, especially, and the run of fixtures we've got, we might as well have a go. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, and, and try and take the game to them when we can. Like like you say, there is going to be periods when we're going to be under a lot of pressure. But at least we do have the talent there to to break and hopefully cause them a, a few problems. Yeah, hopefully. That's all you can hope for in this situation, is just if we can create some chances, maybe Melier has a world of a game. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, like last season we won there with 10 men and we only really had like three, maybe four chances. But because we were willing to gamble when the opportunity came, it gives you a chance. We can't sit back so much that we're not in a position to gamble if an opportunity comes. That's the yeah. only thing that we have to be careful with. It's, it's kind of the one of the positive aspects about not closing down the central defender that comes forward. That if you if you you know like John Stones was last season, if you've got someone who's willing to carry the ball twenty yards into your half. And you you get the chance to win it back, then at least you know on a counter attack you've pulled someone out of position in a key area, and there is going to be a gap there. Um, the flip side of that is when they're they're really talented central defenders are 25, 30 yards from our goal and, yeah. and can distribute it quite well. Yeah, because uh, like what it, what if they play their fourth choice centre back? What like Nathan Ake, who's good? Yeah, <laughs> like that. Just I mean, all things being equal. Even if we play well, they should beat us pretty comfortably because they should beat most teams pretty comfortably. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say, I think we'll score. I thought we'd score at Chelsea. We scored two. I think we'll score, but I think it'll be... I said it for Chelsea game. I'll go the same again. I think it'll be 4-1. But I think it'll be a 4-1 that we come away and go, oh, well. Um, For the sake of of optimism... For absolutely no reason. I'm going to go with a 2 1 win. Fair enough. Because why not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, that was the world's shortest podcast about two games a review and a preview. Uh, luckily, there's about a million Leeds podcasts, and we're no one's first choice. I... <laughs> maybe, maybe Ali. <laughs> uh, but we're, Love that guy. We're, yeah, great man. But yeah, we're, as I said, we will be back in between Man City and it's been Arsenal this weekend, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, so we'll be back between them with with more time because we won't be having to run KC back and forth to a garage. You don't know that yet. That's true. <laughs> you might be having to run me to one, we'll see. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that will do us. I've been Jack's here. I've been KC. Have a good one. In a bit.